Hello everyone! Welcome to season two, episode four. Um, today I really want to talk about knowing what it is that you want. And I know that so many people, and I was in the exact same state, so that's why I can speak on this, um, of just this like, I don't know what I want syndrome. And that is causing you so much more harm uh, than you might think. So the good news is it's really easy to figure out what you want. You just have to work through it. So um, get ready to hopefully by the end of this episode, have a better idea of what it is that you want so that you can continue to put that energy out there in the universe and ultimately manifest it into your external reality. So enjoy! Okay, so I have been there. You know what you don't want, but you don't know what you do want. And so this is still a really great place to be in. Um, for example, you could know that you don't want to work a job that's draining. You don't want to work um, a job that makes you feel like you can't contribute to humanity or to the earth or whatever it is um, that you feel drawn to. Um, you might know that you don't want a relationship that feels like you're constantly giving or feels like it's not a line or you don't want to live in a place where community isn't a part of your life and you don't want to live in a place where it's constantly uh, one type of weather. You don't want to live in a place where you don't have access to nature. Awesome. Okay. You know what you don't want. Now we need to work out what you do want because although it's important to know what you don't want, if that's all you're putting your energy into, I've got news for you. <laughs> your subconscious mind does not understand negatives. So our conscious mind is literally only 5% of our brain. So it's like the iceberg, the top 5%, the bottom subconscious 95%. Just like the fact that you're listening to this right now, the fact that you're doing whatever you're doing, whether you're walking or you're sitting or you're typing or you're doing something else, you're not consciously making sure that you do these things or like breathing you're not consciously trying to breathe you just do it automatically and you do all of these processes automatically thanks to your wonderful and amazing body so shout out to ourselves thank you cells thank you body for taking care of all of these processes so i don't have to and this is where the negatives come in is because if you are only talking in negatives, your subconscious brain is just hearing. It's not hearing the, I don't want to work this job anymore. I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to live here anymore. It's only hearing the part without the not. So let me give a better example. Like if you are saying, I don't want, I don't want a toxic relationship. I don't, I'm, I'm done with toxic relationships. I don't, I don't want that. All your brain is hearing every day is toxic relationship, toxic relationship, or I don't want to work a nine to five. I'm done with this soul sucking job. All your subconscious brain is hearing is nine to five, nine to five, nine to five, soul sucking job. So obviously you can still say these things, but it's ultimately the frequency that is backed up behind these that really does make a difference, but that's a whole nother story. So 
we really, really need to get clear on what it is that we do want. And then we can work on being a vibrational match to what it is that we want. But first, we have to get clear. We have to decide what it is that you want. And for me in the past, I literally thought I had no hobbies. I was like, there's nothing that I enjoy doing. Um, I, I don't know how I could ever help the world or I don't know how I could ever contribute in a meaningful way. I can't see a path for me. I just have no idea. And I remember a friend asking me and they said like, you know, what is the one thing that you want to do? And I <laughs> so genuinely was just like, help people, but I don't know how, I don't know in what way. And all the other ways that I tried before didn't work. And, you know, a typical way of helping people is uh, psychology or therapy, but ultimately a lot of those tools just didn't resonate with me. I was still interested in them, but they just weren't enough for me to want to do study in that area um, because it just wasn't really resonating. And a lot of the tools that are in the current model are outdated. That is just the facts. A lot of them are super helpful and I highly, highly recommend therapy in, in that form. But a lot of it is based on trying to make logical sense of your emotions. And at the end of the day, we can't always do that. So yeah, I think psychology definitely, definitely has a place and is so helpful. But there are some concepts that are outdated. And I really do think that this is where we need to go in. And this is where you know, we do the necessary work. Like I had been to a therapist as a teenager and then back in 2021, um, when things started to really take a turn for me, I remember sitting on the couch after having a full, like, uh, just episode. I don't even know if that's what you would consider psychosis, what I went through, but I just had this moment of absolute, what felt like absolute delusion and absolute my mind got completely wrapped up in a reality that wasn't even real. And in that moment, I just had to go, all right, fuck it. I'm, I'm going to therapy. I need to go. Enough excuses. And it's one thing that we can do, that we have the power to do. If you're in Australia, you can go to your GP, you can get a mental health plan, um, and that will offset the, the cost. But ultimately, we have the power. So psychology really does serve a place in that sense, but it doesn't need to be forever. And what I have found is that with using those tools and building a really, really good foundation and understanding of the brain, now I could go and do my own thing and, and essentially use the different tools to therapize myself. Um, so that was just a big roundabout way of saying that I just didn't really know what I wanted to do. I knew that I wanted to help people and I didn't know how. So I was very, very unclear. I also didn't know what my hobbies were. Um, I didn't know what I enjoyed. I just thought I enjoyed being with kids and I enjoyed being with animals and I enjoyed being outside. And that, that meant there was no, that there was no real place for me anywhere. So, and I didn't really put much effort into these things because, well, not only was this sort of happening during the aftermath of 
the pandemic so I didn't really have access to a lot of these things and socializing and community um but also I was living in the city so I didn't really have access to nature I also didn't have a car so I wasn't you know driving to the beach despite the one hour I was really really codependent on somebody else to be able to drive me which at the time was all well and good but really really I see that now how that impacted the way I viewed the world um, and the way I viewed myself so basically I want you to think about what are the things that you enjoy and it can be so silly it does not have to be anything tangible like it doesn't it doesn't need to be helping people if that's not you know if that doesn't come to mind I'm talking like hobbies I'm talking like do you like playing with dogs or playing with cats do you love being around kids and doing whatever they want to do and just listening to them do you love being in nature and swimming and it can be anything. Do you love drawing, painting? Um, do you love problem solving? Like even if, if that's what gets you going, that's incredible. <laughs> we need people like you. And this is another thing in that in this process, trust that your gifts will come out. I am, I mentioned this um, in another episode, but I think it was a paid one. Um, episode one of season two yeah that I'm reading this book The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron and she basically provides a bunch of different quotes from different people that really support this idea that everybody is creative it is just whether or not as a child we were encouraged in our creative pursuits and as a child and as a teenager, I just perpetuated this narrative of like, oh, I'm not creative. Like I don't draw, uh, I don't do art or anything that fits into this standard creativity artist box. Um, but I know that I can, I know that I can do like hard, you know, sort of tasks. Like I know that I do thrive in problem solving and, and working something out that's new. Um, so I, just put myself in this box of like, I'm, I'm not creative. I'm going to have to go down this businessy path because I'm not creative. And if you are in a businessy path, I want to say to you that you are creative just because you're on that path and whether or not you like it or not, doesn't matter. You are still a creative being. The fact that you are a human you are a soul in a human body means you are a creative being. It doesn't mean that you need to be an artist. It doesn't mean that you need to do anything. It's just accepting that you have your own expression of creativity through yourself and it can be in any form, but know that you too can be creative. This isn't a, it's not whether or not you fit into a box and I think because I went down the businessy path in uni and I studied business law, I just was not considered a creative. The people around me, we weren't considered creatives. And I remember just always like admiring the film and TV students at Bond because I was just like, oh, they are so creative and they just look like they're, you know, getting to express like their way of doing things. Whereas for me, the only way I could express my creativity was through PowerPoint slides, which is really (laughs) 
sad for me. Um, I, my PowerPoint slides were awesome. And in consulting, I was known for my PowerPoint slides. Uh, but <laughs> that's ultimately just the, that's just the start. That is not the be all end all of my gifts. And it's not the be all end all of your gifts too. So whatever it is that you're good uh, that you enjoy, it doesn't mean that you need to be good at it. My brain is like skipping. It's like five steps ahead. So if you enjoy painting, what what kind of painting? Do you enjoy painting with acrylic paints? Do you enjoy watercolor? Do you enjoy drawing with pencils? Do you enjoy crayons? Like really get clear on what it is that you want to do. Is it photography? Do you love taking photos of nature? Do you love taking photos of other people? These things don't need to be jobs. I want you to get out of that mindset that it needs to already be a job. Just what do you enjoy doing? Or even what, what, when is the time that your mind switches off? What are you doing? When can you actually get a fucking break? Even if it is just sitting still, that is so powerful because how many people do not sit still today? Oh my God. Like once you actually learn how to sit in your brain and sit with your thoughts and observe them, life gets a whole lot easier. Like if you are constantly searching, if you're constantly scrolling or you have to have music on or you have to be, there needs to be a TV show in the background. I've got news for you. You're going to need some stillness. You cannot escape from the one home that you will have for the rest of your life. You need to get comfortable with it. So switch off the background noise. Like I'm a massive fan of music, but I know that there are times where I need to just turn it off. And I know that many people relate to this, you know, when you're really going through something and you're driving and you have music on, you're like, I'm going to need to turn the music off because I need to think and props to you because that is processing. That is really allowing yourself to feel the emotions, allow yourself to hear the thoughts, what is going on there and how can you work through it and how can you transmute it. So reduce the distractions and work out what is it that you really enjoy. Do you enjoy editing videos? I mean, there is, I'm sure you could Google like common hobbies and just see what parts light up for you. Um, do you enjoy looking at bugs? Do you enjoy listening to birds? I don't know if any of these resonate, but I just think as a human being that is one with nature, we all actually truly love nature. If we allow ourselves to, anyone that doesn't love nature is kidding themselves. Honestly, you're kidding yourself. If you don't love nature, what are you afraid of? Are you afraid of being attacked by a shark in the ocean? Are you afraid of being like bitten by a spider? Are you afraid of being bitten by a snake? Are you afraid of um, being swooped by a bird? These are all fears. These are all human fears that are stopping you from stepping into your true essence of just freaking loving nature and swimming in the ocean and going out into the mountains or into the forest. Like, yes, there are precautions that you need to take, but if you're going to be afraid of nature your whole life, I've got news for you. You're going to be afraid of choosing yourself. Ultimately, I had to work through so many different fears and so many of those fears were bugs and were nature and was the ocean and all these different things. I remember consciously 
being like, I don't want to be afraid of bugs anymore. This is not only embarrassing, but it's not serving me at all. They are so little and we are one with them. And why, why is it okay that people are like happy to have a butterfly come and land on them? Um, but they're not happy for a grasshopper to come and land on them. So I was really working through the bug discrimination. I don't know what that is. Like, can somebody tell me, like, I found in certain European countries, there's just like people just have these like loudspeakers and they're driving around and I have no idea what it's saying, but it's like, please let me know. I've got no idea. Um, (laughs) So I remember consciously being like, I don't want to be afraid of bugs anymore. So if a bug will come onto me and I knew that it wasn't poisonous or venomous, I would just leave it and I would squirm and I would just breathe. And then I'd be like, okay, this is, this is not so bad. And then I would start getting closer to bugs. And it was honestly when I started using the, the macro lens on the iPhone that I really started to be like, whoa, hold up. This shit is, this shit is cool. Like, what the heck? The mechanic, I have this picture of a grasshopper um, that is really, sorry, I just don't even know what that loudspeaker situation is. I'm just confused. Um, I have this picture of a grasshopper. I don't think I have it anywhere on my Instagram, um, but I might have to do a bug, a bug post because they're incredible. They really are. And when you can see and when you can get that close, um, you can see the beauty in nature and the beauty in the universe's creation. So back to wherever I was going with that, really think about what it is that fascinates you, what it is that you feel like time just stops or like you just or you lose track of time when you're doing this thing like what are the things that really 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 light you up that you have like infinite energy for that you could just do all day every day and if that is lying on a beach amazing I relate to you don't have any shame when you're writing things down do not listen to that voice. It's like, oh, well, you're lazy if you only enjoy lying on the beach and swimming in the ocean. Oh, you're lazy if this, because I don't think you're lazy. I just think you need a fucking break. I just think you want to rest from the stress that is the way that majority of people and the way that I have previously lived life. Like this isn't some groundbreaking new concept. West, the Western world focuses on working and and grinding basically until you retire and then you get to relax whereas the eastern world doesn't actually think like that so much of eastern culture and so much of different other different cultures not necessarily just eastern but different religions they believe that our purpose is to just be what if i told you that your purpose is to just be you're already fulfilling your purpose. This is something that, wow, this got me hung up for years of just like, I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know what I'm meant to be doing here. And there is a big, this is something that mum explained to me so well. There is a big difference between your mission and your purpose. You are already fulfilling your purpose. Repeat after me, whether in your head or out loud. It's more powerful if it's out loud, but in your head is fine. I am fulfilling my purpose the more that I am in the present moment, the more I fulfill my purpose. My purpose is to just be. Therefore, 
the more that I am in the present moment and the more that I be in this moment, the more I am on my aligned path of purpose and the faster my mission will unfold for me. So the irony is literally in the pausing. That is the irony of the fact that then your mission will start to unfold and then your mission is the actionable steps that you can take that make you feel aligned, make you feel in service and ultimately help other people. I say this all the time on here, but like if this helps one person get closer, then I'm good. And the fact that there are plenty of you on here that come to me and say that they're so thankful for me sharing my message. Oh my God. Oh my God. If only I could tell Bella from last year and, and back, she would not believe me. I mean, she would kind of believe me because I always knew, I always knew that I just wanted to share my experiences and share my observations from my experiences and other people's experiences and basically collate this evidence of like, okay, well, this works for me. I really enjoy life because I've been able to pull back and I've been able to just allow myself to take a freaking break despite what the rest of the Western society says, despite what family members might say, despite what partners might say, despite what old friends, like, you know, these, this is all limiting beliefs that can be left in the past. I promise you, even if it's your entire immediate circle right now that are telling you that you can't do this, you can't do that, blah, blah, blah. Maybe you just need to be alone for a while until you feel yourself again. That was a quote from one of the audios that I did a reel to. I don't know who said it, but they said it's so beautiful. Maybe you just need to be alone for a while until you feel yourself again. Because if we are a product of the people we spend our time around, then if you just go have some alone time, then you get to figure out, okay, without the noise, who am I? Who, what does, what do I like to do? What do I like to enjoy? And honestly, cannabis really helped me in this journey. I would only initially smoke with friends and it was chill and we'd laugh and whatever. And I remember it was in 2020 during COVID. Obviously, we couldn't really leave the house. Um, and I remember being with my friends and then I went upstairs to my bedroom and I was just like oh my god hang on a second and I put on my own music and I'm just chilling and vibing and looking at the sun and looking at the leaves and realizing how abundant like nature is and being like oh my god there are so many leaves on a tree that is so abundant there are so many flowers, like there are so many vines, the sun has so many rays, the sky is so blue, just pausing and then I remember I had some like textures and I was like oh I kind of feel like drawing I'm gonna be a little bit silly I'm gonna draw and then I had some paints and I was like oh I'm gonna be a little bit silly I'm gonna paint and oh those pieces are like embarrassing like I would not show those pieces I remember looking up on Pinterest like how to do like a cute like little yin yang koi fish oh it's so embarrassing if I find it's like it is in Australia 
if it still exists and I find it, I'll have to share it because it's embarrassing. But the point is you don't need to make you don't need to make perfect art the first time you try. It's nothing to do with the final outcome. It's all about the process. And it's actually not up to you to judge whether or not you think it's good art or bad art. You are the vessel. And then if people love it, they love it. And if people don't love it, it does not matter. It literally does not matter what anyone else thinks. It doesn't. It really doesn't because the chances are it's only the current people around you that think in a different way. And the second you step into what feels right to you, the second you listen to your intuition, go, I'm just going to do what feels right for me, even though there isn't a logical way or even this path hasn't been forged by someone else before, I'm going to trust my own compass and then you will attract the right people. The friends that I have now, like, I know that I'm going to have these friends for the rest of my life, you know, provided that we're all continuing on this, this journey and this, this path of self-love. And obviously there's no attachment, but these, this is the kind of love and connection. These friendships are the ones that Bella from 2021, when she was mourning the loss of friends. And I remember thinking like, like, am I ever going to have a friendship where uh, my cup gets filled up or am I going to feel drained by every friendship interaction? Like, am I ever going to have a friendship where when I have good news, they're genuinely excited for me and I'm excited for them or a friendship where they want to listen to me and they're attentive and they're not scrolling on their phone as I speak? Like, whatever standard of friendship that you want to give, you can receive and it really does take that period of solitude and that's when you get clear and I know that it feels lonely and I know that it feels hard sometimes but if you don't like the person in the mirror you're not going to like really anyone that's reflected back to you because your internal reality is a reflection of your external and your external is a reflection of your internal So you really need to get comfortable with the person you are because ultimately the more you love yourself, the more you have capacity to love everything else around you. And this, I don't know, easy example is just even loving the way that you look so that then when somebody says to you, oh my God, you look amazing. You're not going, oh no, like I don't believe you. Like you're lying to me. Like I don't Versus thank you so much. I really appreciate that because I have really, really worked on my self-love and I've looked at myself in the mirror and said all these different affirmations and I thought that I was just so silly, but ultimately they work because repetition, repeating affirmations, as silly as they sound, soon those neurons are just going to start connecting. And before you know it, that's going to be the path that they take. That's going to be the path of least resistance. And neurons that fire together, wire together. So the more, I think that's Dr. Joe Dispenza. So the more that you say affirmations to yourself, no matter how silly they are, no matter how silly, they freaking work. And it's so powerful when you can say them out loud. So say it with me in your head or out loud. It's more powerful. I am beautiful inside and out. I love the way that I look. I love the body that I chose for myself. 
I am so thankful that I have a body that works, a body that cares for me, and I'm going to care for it right back. I love this feature, blah, 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 blah. For me, I wanted a nose job for a really long time. I hated my nose. I just wanted it to be like cute and little like the rest of the white people. And then eventually I was like, okay, well, I can pay like what, $20,000 for surgery and pain and all this just crap. Or I can just decide to love my nose the way that it is. And that was a whole lot cheaper and paid off a whole lot more, <laughs> honestly. Like, and when you decide that you love these features, then now you're glowing from the inside and now everybody's going to see them. It's not even about the features. It has nothing to do with the physically manifested features of your human and everything to do with the light inside of you. I can guarantee I spoke about this a lot in episode 10, season one, um, but it really, really does come from within. So... I don't even know where we're really going with that. But basically, back to the message. I'm going to wrap this up. I always say that and then I talk for like another 10 minutes. Um, really focus on what it is that you want. And one of those things being, I want to love my body. I want to look in the mirror and think I'm beautiful and think I'm pretty and think I'm hot and think I'm handsome or whatever you, word you want to identify with. Because you have the power to do that. You are the only one that can decide that. So you could have, for example, my parents, my whole life told me I was beautiful and told me that, you know, that like, you know, inside and out, but whatever, like I was always, always told that my physical features were beautiful and I never believed them. I literally thought they were all lying. I was like, this is one big lie. And only now that I fostered that within myself, I'm like, yes, I agree. I do think that I'm beautiful because I did this inside and out. Preach, Raven, preach. So get clear on what it is that you want. Do you want to feel comfortable in your own body or do you not? I think the answer is yes. How do you want to feel about yourself? What are the adjectives and what is the way that you want to feel? And just get really, really clear on that and focus on that. Focus on the good things. Focus on the things you love. Even if it's a cup of coffee in the morning, be more conscious with it. When you have it, smell it smell it before you drink it and then drink it and just really taste it close your eyes like Remy from Ratatouille like we're having a sensual experience enjoy whatever it is that you enjoy but to the fullest don't have your coffee while you're scrolling on your phone I do it I believe me but this is a reminder for all of us to be conscious and when we do enjoy something be in the present moment and fully fully give yourself the chance to enjoy it. So I hope that you gain something from this. I really invite you to open up your journal or whatever, open up notes on your laptop, wherever you're listening to this. Um, I remember when I was working my office job, I would listen to podcasts and I would literally have a sticky note and I would take notes or I would literally do it on the notes app, um, unformatted, but just was getting it out. So you have the power to change your life. You can take this or you cannot. Totally up to you. But I really, really want the best for you. So, and so does Raven, if you can hear his barking. <laughs> 
So I love you, angels, so, 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 so much. And God bless you and have a magical rest of your day. And let me know what discoveries you came up with or things that you didn't really realize that you liked or hadn't allowed yourself to like. I would love to hear from you. So have a magical day.